Today was all about Johnny Depp's witnesses rebuking Amber Heard's witnesses from yesterday. And I would have to say they did a pretty good job. That's what I'll be talking about in today's episode of The Virginia Truth. Welcome back to another episode of The Virginia Truth with me, Knuckle. Thank you once again for joining me. And today in court, I have to say it was a far more productive and interesting day than it was yesterday. Because yesterday's testimonies, the witnesses that we had, were not credible enough. They were, there was a lot of conjecture and a lot of, a lot of theories without much evidence, without much data to back it up. Whereas today, there was a lot more data, evidence, facts, reliable witnesses, reliable testimonies, and uh, there was just much more substance to the day. Because ultimately, for me in this trial, this is how I'm judging witnesses. Is the witness providing uh, a testimony that affects this trial? Does it directly affect the, the key components of this trial? And secondly, and most importantly, is the witness credible? Is the witness reliable? And today I felt we had a, a number of very good witnesses and I'm going to come on to them in just a moment. But let me begin by talking about the top of the day. So this morning, Amber Heard's side decided to rest their case and that prompted Johnny Depp's team to make the routine motion to dismiss the claim. Now, this feels very dramatic, you know, because it happened when Amber Heard's team did the same with Johnny Depp, they tried to dismiss his claim um, a, a couple of weeks ago, and it feels very dramatic because it's like, oh well, could it be thrown out? But in reality, it's uh, it's a common practice. So, you know, it, it's it, it's a common practice for you to try and get the dismissed claims, and it's a common practice for that to be rejected. Most of the time, it is rejected by the judge, and that's what happened in this case. Judge Penny she denied Johnny Depp's team the motion to dismiss Amber Heard's counterclaim ruling that the issue should be decided by the jury, which is not a bad thing, in my opinion. Uh, let's let the jury decide. They've followed the trial very closely, obviously. And um, yeah, you know, it would have been great, I think. <laughs> I think, um, I can't lie. I mean, I, I don't think that Amber Heard's team has provided anywhere near the amount of evidence or the testimonies that they've had, the witnesses they've had have not been credible enough, but um, that's my take. But um yeah, I have no, <laughs> I have no issue with the judge denying the motion. Um, but it does, you, you do get a little bit. I have to admit, even though I knew it was inevitable, and most people know it's it's going to be rejected by the judge, there's a part of you that kind of just is a little bit on edge, um, like I was the other, the last time it happened. Um, but anyway, uh, I have to say Ben Chu, uh, Benjamin Chu. Um, I call him Ben Chu, like he's he's like one of my friends, but. Um, he's obviously Benjamin Chu. I don't know if he likes being called Ben, but um, he um, he he was speaking on behalf of Johnny Depp, and he's been brilliant whenever he's spoken. He's spoken really well and thoroughly, and oh, he's a they're obviously they're very good. I mean, I, I kind of feel like it's an insult to compliment them because of course they're good. That's why they're they're taking part in this trial. Otherwise, if they weren't good enough, they wouldn't be in this trial. So they're obviously very good, but. I just have to say, like, you know, watching these lawyers and uh, attorneys perform, cross-examine, it's so interesting and inspiring in a way, you know, even though this is not my field, I don't intend to be a lawyer, but um, I I still take a lot from that. And even the witnesses, I've said this before, where 
there's all these doctors and psychiatrists and all these people that come from different professions and in general on a day-to-day -day basis I wouldn't see these people in fact most of us wouldn't I'm sure if you guys are watching the trial on a day-to-day -day basis unless you're in every profession you're not really going or if, you, if you're in the said profession you're not really going to meet these people or hear their what they've got to say and hear about their backgrounds and you know it's been interesting even some of the data analysts and people like that people who I don't really I wouldn't usually meet in, in my day-to-day -day life um it's very interesting hearing them so you know th this trial has been very educational in more ways than one um so it's I've said this before it's much more than just any old celebrity trial I mean I think there's, it's obviously very important regarding Johnny Depp and Amber Heard and you know that we need justice after all uh, this is going to have huge societal implications I've, I've spoken about that before and um, I've got some interesting projects in the future that are, are going to be looking into um, this trial on a more with a much more deeper lens and I've already provided you know because there's going to be an aftermath and that needs to be investigated um, and yeah there's things in the pipeline where I will be leading that charge to investigate further but uh, that's for another time I, I will update you guys on future projects but for now um let's let's uh, let me just finish um talking about benjamin chu who like i said spoke really well but he referenced the point today where obviously he was given his you know his he was he was he was given his side of the story and you know given his given his reasons for why this claim should be uh, dismissed and he he brought up the fact that you know um if if the shoot this i just thought this was such a key key um key phrase where he said if the shoe was on the foot things would be different where if if a man was saying to a woman i didn't i didn't punch you i hit you and where where he he also said imagine if it was on the other foot and he would have said to amber amber that you imagine you a woman go woman up woman up and go tell the world your story and let's see who believes you go tell the ju judge and the jury they won't believe you you know all that gaslighting and it's a very good point because we've heard all the audio tapes, haven't we? We've heard the audio tapes. I mean, you might have heard them online, on, on TV even. I played them on the podcast a, a few times. If those audio recordings existed and it was Johnny Depp saying the things Amber Heard had said, the world would be upside down. It would be in flames right now. Except the, when it's the other way around, yeah, I mean, we're angry. A lot of people are angry about what was said on those tapes, but mainstream media doesn't seem to be running with those headlines mainstream media seems to love the headlines where um, they love amber heard's allegations anytime amber heard or her team or her friends or well her friends her former friends because none of her friends or most of her friends don't seem to be friends with her anymore which is very very revealing um which again benjamin Chu pointed that out he, he referenced a lot of amber's former friends um you know it would be the the media would be running with those headlines constantly but instead the media loves the headlines where amber heard has an allegation like amber heard was raped with bottle as if it's gospel it's an allegation it's not been proven um but whenever johnny has an allegation or johnny depp's team has an allegation towards amber oh for some reason it just it doesn't seem to make the headlines as much of course some people use it and the key thing here is this is not even, and I said allegations there, this is not an allegation. Amber Heard is clear on tape talking about how she'd punched Johnny. And this is in several tapes, by the way. There's several different situations where Amber Heard has been caught on tape saying and admitting to basically punching Johnny. And there's obviously the most horrible tape that I think infuriates most of us, which is when she's saying, I, I didn't uh, punch you, I hit you. 
And again, like I said, if the shoe was on the other foot, we would be reacting very differently to this. Well, I say we, I don't think, I think most of us are furious at this. Most men and women that I've spoken to are furious at what Amber Heard has done. But obviously, you're always going to get the contrarians. And so, um, yeah, I just thought it was really, really powerful that Ben Chu brought that, Benjamin Chu brought that up in the trial. Um, I keep calling Benjamin Ben. Um, I don't know if he likes that, though. Um, you know, I don't know him. <laughs> I, I even called him Benji at one point. Uh, I'm getting too familiar with these lawyers just because I like them. But uh, anyway, yeah, so that happened. That happened. Um, and he, he, I thought that was a powerful moment in, in the trial anyway. And... Um, yeah, it was it was a very it was a very interesting start. But anyway, that aside, um, there there was some very interesting testimonies, and um, one of those was Walter Hamada, who works at Warner Brothers, and that was uh, it was by a video deposition, but it was a very important one because yesterday we'd had Catherine Arnold, who was speaking a lot, and uh, look. She didn't make a lot of sense with some of the things she said, but she did say some things that I thought were fair, to a degree. Um, but I, I think she was completely wrong about comparing Amber to people like Gal Gadot and Zendaya. I think she was completely wrong about saying about her predictions about where Amber's career was going and how much Amber was going to be making. That was all false, and that was actually proven in court that Amber was way off the mark. She was completely wrong. And, um, yeah, for me, that was a key key moment because... The Walter Hamada needed to address some of that because thing is right we me you and anyone with a brain knows that Amber Heard was not on the level of Zendaya or she was not on the level of Gal Gadot um, she just wasn't an elite Hollywood actress was she let's be honest I mean you know even if you like Amber Heard I don't think you can claim that she's an elite um, Hollywood actress where her career was about to go you know it was going to go sky high I mean Catherine Arnold used the word that it was her Aquaman was her star is born moment. I mean, I would have agreed with that if she was playing Aquaman or Aqua Woman or something. You know, I'd be like, okay, fair enough, because Wonder Woman is a huge role. Like Gal Gadot being Wonder Woman, that is powerful. Like, yeah, that is a star is born moment. That is just gonna catapult you to superstardom, like super superstardom. So that's a fair evaluation of Gal Gadot, but that's not a fair evaluation of Amber Heard. Now look. Me and you know that. We we all, I think most of us said it's absolute rubbish. It's a, it's a poor comparison. However, the court sadly doesn't work on, on uh, just what we think or whatever. So it needs to be proven. And Walter Hamada actually spoke about, and this was actually a rumor that was around for a while. But um, it's nice when, uh, when somebody from the production houses comes and confirms this. And he confirmed that there were chemistry issues between Amber Heard and Jason Momoa. Um... I don't know what you guys think. I haven't seen Aquaman, so I can't even comment on this personally. But um, what do you guys think? I mean, did they have good chemistry? I don't know. I mean, all the reaction I've seen um, online suggests that most people don't seem to think there was anything special between Amber and Jason. Um, I've seen a few clips um, from their promo, as in not from the film, but just when they were out and about. And yeah, they don't really seem to be like, I don't know. You know, you know some actors and actresses, they just click. You know, there's, there's nothing going on between them. Yeah, well, at least not that we know uh, often. But yeah, there's um, there's nothing often going on with them. But they have a good chemistry together, and um, but they're not necessarily together. And I, I I don't I didn't get that vibe from them just from the few clips I've seen. But I don't want to judge that too much because I haven't seen the film, so I can't speak on it. Um, however, 
um, he was just talking about how it works in the industry and how sometimes you get an actor and actress and it's just natural. It just it's just fire. Um, there's just a lot of chemistry and sometimes it's not the case. And in this case, he said it wasn't. And he spoke about how they had to fabricate the chemistry between Jason Momoa and Amber Heard. And for me, that was a key. That was a key line. You know, they had to fabricate the chemistry. And that was explained by how they do that. And they do it through the, the, the fantastic editorial teams that they have in Hollywood. Um, and they did it with a music score. And of course, music affects films off a hell of a lot. A hell of a lot. Like, I think so many films, if you took music out of them, would just not have that same impact on the public that they do. You know, there's just some films like, I mean, some iconic films that I can think of that I loved. Um, don't judge me. But Titanic is like one of my favorite films of all time. And um, again, like that that film for me is made by the beautiful music album. You know, the, 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 the album for that film is incredible. Like if you, I don't know if you guys are into that. Uh, I might just be, <laughs> uh, yeah, this, no, no, some, this might not resonate with many of you. I don't know. But it, the album of the Titanic, the Titanic film, the, some of the instrumentals are just beautiful. And they get me. And um, anyway, the, the, all those sounds make that film what it is for me. You know, all the certain moments in that film. And listen, Titanic's just one of them. There's plenty of others that do that. But music makes the, the movie, is, is, it's a big part of a movie. And also it's a big part of character building. And if they're trying to portray a romantic scene, then if you don't have any music in that, it's not. it, it might not be as dramatic or heartfelt. But if you had some music in and a few effects and you know some nice camera angles some good editing some good shots it will look a whole lot different than to what it naturally is you know so it is it basically sounds like what walter was suggesting uh walter hamada from warner brothers what he was suggesting was that they basically had to put in a lot of work after they'd shot those scenes with amber heard and jason momoa to make it look good and um yeah i mean it is it, it is it is it's not surprising you know as in that, that type of thing is quite normal. It's common practice uh, when things don't go well. You know, sometimes you have great chemistry and you don't need to do too much editing. But um, yeah, I mean, there's a big difference. I mean, look, even if I was just to say right now without no music here, I, if I just said something very romantic, like, you know, I just wanted to say, I want you to be mine forever. I love you. You know, that doesn't really feel like anything. I just said some words there, you know, what's the big deal? But if, if you add music in, which we'll do now, I just wanted to say, you are the best thing that's ever happened to me. I want you to be mine forever. I love you. You know, that is just completely different. Music changed the whole game. So that's exactly what they did with Amber Heard and Jason Momoa to make them seem as though they had great chemistry. But according to Walter Hamada, they did not have good chemistry at all. Anyway, then there was Richard Marks. Richard Marks is a full-time entertainment transactional attorney. He negotiated contracts and everything. This was his second time actually in court. And again, he was there to uh, talk about Catherine Arnold's claims. And he was talking about how... the He was talking about the financial side of it. So, you know, Catherine Arnold was talking about these incredible numbers that she suggested Amber Heard might make, you know, some some rather inflated numbers, I have to admit. And he was just saying, look, 
You know, actors can negotiate to a degree, but more often than not, it's, they stick to the, the, the things they've agreed on. Um, and he, he was basically saying that it, it, Amber Heard was not even established because he said established actors don't need to be tested. Amber Heard did have to be tested. She had an audition. Um, again, that's a well-known fact. Uh, if you're a superstar, if you're, if you're a legit um, Hollywood actor and you've established yourself, you're a big name, you don't necessarily have to go for auditions you know you just called in for meetings it's quite casual Amber Heard was not in that position so she definitely wasn't this this person uh, that that is claimed and again he referenced the star is born moment because this was the word those were the words that Catherine Arnold used she said Amber Heard in Aquaman was a star in a star, star is born moment you know very very magical and flowery terms completely disagree with her um it was it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't a fair assessment at all but um he said look the bottom line is a star is moment uh, a star is born moment does not happen for a side actor and unfortunately amber heard was just a side actor in that film so again it was just you know going against all the claims that Catherine arnold had made and um you know he was talking about how there was no demand for her like if she was this big star that they claim even after aquaman there wasn't a huge line for her there wasn't all these production houses that were lining up for her trying to get a signature it just wasn't happening and even with endorsement deals it wasn't like endorsement companies were endorsement deals were flocking to sign her you know these big big companies it wasn't like they were all there uh trying to to get her signature trying to get her on board get her on all the magazine covers you know Catherine arnold's you know um really did boost amber Heard's ego yesterday <laughs> with some of the things that she said it i look again we all we all most of us knew that it was a load of rubbish to be honest Catherine arnold was really just pumping a whole load of smoke up amber Heard's behind but um it, it just wasn't the case you know she wasn't this big actress she wasn't this big name and she wasn't in demand and she hasn't lost the amount of money that she's tried to claim she has done and let's not forget guys most importantly if she has lost money if she has indeed lost money and she has lost films, is that a bad thing for an abuser? Um, you know, tell me. Because I, you know, people might say, well, we haven't heard from the courts yet. We don't, the, the judge hasn't said anything. Well, the judge isn't going to say anything because this, this, this court is not trying to decide whether necessarily Amber Heard is an abuser. I mean, it's going to play a part in it, but it's not necessarily what the verdict is going to be. This is about something completely different. Let's not forget the technicalities of this trial are completely different um they're about the op-ed in the washington post and was that about johnny depp that's what this trial's about at, at the end of the day and i think we forget that so because some people keep saying well we'll we'll judge amber heard after this trial's over no no i think we've got enough evidence actually to judge amber heard and we should stop being afraid to condemn an abuser because the audio recordings are enough for us to realize who the abuser in this relationship is and until we get audio recordings of johnny depp being an abuser I will for now say that the only abuser that I've seen in this trial so far is Amber Heard. And therefore, if Amber Heard is losing projects and has lost money, good. Good, because she's abused a man and she's not been punished for it. And, um, you know, that's a form of punishment. And I don't want to go and watch a film. I don't want to take my friends or my family to watch a film that has an abuser in it. I don't want to see her in endorsements because I don't want a product that I may, may use to be endorsed by someone who is an abuser so at the end of the day even i don't believe she has lost much and that was proven today by the, te the testimonies we had but if she has lost something 
at the end of the day, is it is it genuinely a bad thing that an, an abuser is losing their work? I don't know. But anyway, um, he, he was also just saying, look, you know, you can't compare her. And again, this is something that we've all been saying, by the way, since yesterday. Uh, Richard Marx said, you cannot compare her to Gal Gadot and Zendaya, you know, for God's sake. <laughs> you know i mean they are just they're just in a they're they're on a different level completely and I'm, I'm sure they're cringing right now i mean can we spare a moment for them uh because they must be cringing thinking why are we involved in this trial what have we done i mean gal gadot to be fair did sing imagine you know do you remember in, in during the covid pandemic where she was she she, she sang Pan, imagine with her chums her friends it was a uh, yeah I guess that's, I think that's a form of punishment. Maybe she does deserve to be involved in this trial a little bit. <laughs> no, I mean, no, she's, I'm sure she's lovely. I don't know her. Uh, I have no opinion on her. But um, yeah, I, I did. I, I thought the Imagine video was just slightly, I don't, I don't think we needed it. Let's just say that, shall we? Uh, I don't know. You might, you guys might have enjoyed it. I don't know. But um, yeah, but Zendaya again, Zendaya's a superstar. She's, she's multi-talented. She should not be compared to Amber Heard. So you know, I'm sorry, Zendaya, that you have to be involved in this trial somehow. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, he was just basically... So that was Richard Marks. He destroyed Catherine Arnold. Um, and he also was just saying, look, you know, Catherine Arnold tried to say that Amber Heard was going to get a million dollars an episode. Kath, uh, uh, Richard was like, that doesn't happen. Even for some of the biggest actors, they don't get they don't even necessarily get a million dollars an episode for a TV series. And um, you can't compare, again... She compared him, she compared Amber Heard to Jason Momoa, for God's sake. I mean, ugh, it's incredible. But again, Richard Marks was like, you can't compare him to her to Jason Momoa because Jason Momoa has done s several series. So even if he's getting paid a million, he's probably earned it because of the value he brings um, to, to the shows that he does. And I mean, I mean, commercial value. I mean, the followers he has. That was a chart that was brought up, brought up in, in court again. Jason Momoa, Zendaya, Gal Gadot, they have a far bigger reach far bigger following than Amber Heard uh, they far, they have a far larger public approval than Amber Heard this is proven by the way in court today so again you know it was just it was just a pointless claim but you know Amber Heard the most she's ever got is $200,000 an episode which is still very very good uh, for a show that for, for a show that only had eight episodes so you can't say that she was going to get a million dollars, especially if she's never done a show that's longer than eight episodes. So, yeah, it was just proven that Amber Heard and her testimony, um, well, it's not necessarily about Amber Heard's testimony, it's about Catherine Arnold's testimony. Um, also, Amber Heard's testimony was a load of rubbish. But um, I, I would also say that Catherine Arnold's testimony um, was rubbish. You know, that's just not, it's not necessarily my opinion. It's It's a matter of, I'd say... A fact if you assess the facts <laughs> from the court today um because everything that Catherine Arnold said was disproven so it's like well what are you left with but like I said I didn't think Catherine Arnold was a terrible witness um it's just that she was just very very biased and biased to the point where I understand that you're going to be biased to a degree I have no problem with that because it's, it's just how it goes however I have a problem when it just goes to when it's when it's biased beyond it making logical sense you know and I think when she started she lost me when she compared Amber Heard to people like Zendaya you know that's where she lost me um anyway Morgan Knight I felt was a very very good witness I thought he was an important one today um he was the the guy who owns the Hicksville trailer palace and we all we've heard the story about Amber Heard and Johnny Depp going to Hicksville and that was where that was one of the occasions that Amber Heard alleged Johnny Depp had punched her and hit her and abused her and got jealous of her. Um, 
her and her friend um he'd, he'd fought with him this was from that day and morgan knight came into court he was the owner of that trailer place the trailer palace rather and um he spoke and he had a completely different take he did not agree with amber heard's side of it and he was saying that in fact johnny was lovely and he was just nice and polite and he was talking to everyone and you know just being very social and in fact it was him who changed over the night as the night went on johnny changed but not in a negative way as such but he just became more quiet and more reserved um and he actually said that he heard amber heard yelling at johnny he said that and he actually said something that was quite powerful and he said she started yelling at him and i didn't want to hear it honestly because it was really triggering i've been in emotionally abusive relationships before and guys the, the, that quote actually reminds me of a lot of the emails i get from you guys that write in because a lot of you guys don't support amber heard you support johnny depp and a lot of you guys are uh, say that you've you've said that you've also been in, in domestic violence uh, been victims or survivors rather of domestic violence you've you guys some of you guys have been into in emotionally abusive abusive relationships before um and most of the people that write in are women so a lot of women can see these signs not necessarily they don't see amber as the victim in this they see johnny as the victim in this because they've seen the patterns in their own relationships even if it was done by a man to them in this case it's amber heard who is doing you know they're abusing and is the violent one and um yeah i just thought the fact that he said this too was also very revealing because i i've i've not been a victim or a survivor of um an abusive relationship or domestic violence however when i hear amber heard on, on those tapes my blood boils i my heart sinks you know I, I have these weird sensations where i just feel really frustrated and helpless because it's obviously something that's out of my control i can't do anything for that person um i have this natural instinct to just help someone if i if i hear something wrong I'm, i want to rush in even if it's not always the right right thing to do um yeah i can't stand injustice and so hearing those tapes always gets me always no matter how many times i've heard them and you know him saying that he him hearing this is morgan knight he, the fact that morgan knight heard amber heard yelling at johnny depp and that that triggered him yeah it was it was sad it's just sad um it really is because i can just imagine it just based on the tapes you know that's why it felt very real that's why his testimony felt very real to me because i heard his his because uh, we've heard the the audio tapes we all, most of us have and um yeah you know he he just said that that was that was how it was going and he actually he actually mentioned that johnny had come later he'd come back later to apologize to morgan um about amber being so wild and and aggressive and um he actually said that johnny actually as 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 she was yelling at him johnny was cowering his words cowering and he was afraid and do you know something that also goes along with everything we've learned in this trial about what johnny would do when amber was abusing him and again i'm i'm relying on the video the audio tapes to prove this because if you hear some of the audio tapes and i played one in one of the episodes um where amber where amber's just getting mad at johnny because johnny would always hide in the bathroom or he would hide in another room he would lock the door because he wouldn't want amber heard to hit him or come and abuse him he just wants to get away from it or he would even go to another house another house but even there amber would come and make a racket and you know just just 
be completely manipulative and abusive. Um, but he spoke there, Morgan Knight. He spoke there very well about how you know he was Johnny would be cowering and was afraid, and that goes in line with everything we've learned about Johnny because Johnny wouldn't attack from every 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 piece of evidence that we have apart from the allegations of course from amber which is natural we, we expect amber to have allegations we don't have any evidence that says that johnny was aggressive back it was always amber that the one that was aggressive and johnny would just go into himself he would just cover up and cower away and just be afraid and that's what happened and that's what morgan knight said and so yeah i mean i thought that was that, that's why i said i think he was very very interesting and i'll tell you another thing they asked him they asked him they said do you was johnny drunk and or did johnny drink oh, and was amber drinking and he said look he said you could tell they were all drinking you know he didn't necessarily see them drinking but he said look everybody had cups and there was alcohol there and of course he's not he wasn't going to sit there watching them drink so they were all drinking and he, and he said that he noticed johnny was also drunk he said as, as the night went on obviously he said johnny was drunk as the night went on and but he said that johnny was just quiet you know when johnny was drunk he was just quiet and he said it was she that was angry you know she was the one that was angry and again that goes in that goes in line with the things we've learned from johnny's team that that johnny is when, even when he drinks he's just calm he, we've heard this in witness testimonies as well where people have said yeah johnny drinks but he's, he's just calm he's chilled you know he's not erratic amber heard's team I've tried to paint Johnny as this abuser and this manipulator. When he drinks, he's very aggressive and he does all these bad things. But we've got no evidence of this, by the way, apart from some flimsy pictures that that seem very. Let's just say they don't seem completely. They don't. They don't. They don't necessarily condemn Johnny. They doesn't prove that Johnny did any of that. And to be honest, they don't even look that terrible half the time. Some pictures do look bad, but there's no evidence that Johnny was responsible. Um, you know, and surely, you know, there would be more evidence in the audio clips, for example, if Johnny was this abusive monster. Anyhow, what we also get is that Amber was the aggressive one. So, you know, when Amber keeps saying, when Johnny would drink, the monster would come out, maybe the, the, the truth is in the opposite, where when Amber Heard would drink, she would be more abusive and Johnny would be the quiet one, you know? And because Amber Heard does have this, this knack of constantly shifting things you know she would she she has a knack of adapting other people's story as her own so maybe in this case she's adapting Johnny Depp's story as her own that's what it seems like to me anyhow I just thought that was that for me the Morgan Knight testimony I thought was very important because it it, it, it directly goes against what Amber Heard has said previously and the other testimonies that we had today especially people like Richard Marks that goes against what Catherine Arnold had said to us um yesterday so overall i would say a good day um like i said much better much better um witnesses i mean you know let's not talk about dr spiegel dr spiegel was terrible probably one of the worst witnesses we've had all 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 this trial uh we had dr shaw in today and he said look you know this guy he broke the gold water rule he he lacked ethical principles he was diagnosing a patient he hadn't assessed um which is basically what the Goldwater rule is. The, uh, um, you know, you, you can't necessarily talk about a patient you've not assessed yourself. Um, and so, yeah, you know, I thought that was, again, Dr. Spiegel, I mean, I don't think anybody needed to try and, try and discredit him today. He did that to himself. 
You know, he was so bad, he discredited himself. I don't think anyone liked him in the court. I don't think the judge or the jury liked him. So I, I don't think there's anything to worry about. So all in all, I think what today was, was, was essentially just going against everything that Amber Heard's team had put forward yesterday. And it basically today, what happened was all of what Amber Heard's team put forward was killed off, slammed with evidence and hard data and reliable testimonies and, and credible witnesses. That's what I think has, has nailed uh, basically everything Amber Heard's witnesses said yesterday. So that's where we are today. And um, we begin tomorrow. I look forward to tomorrow. There's rumours or... I would say rumours is probably an unfair word. I mean, there's, it's, it's, it's well known that tomorrow Kate Moss should be in... Uh, well, I don't know if she's going to be in there in person or through video link. Uh, from what I'm hearing, it's going to be through video link, but a live video link where she'll be testifying, possibly supporting Joined Depp, although there's some rumours here and there, but I, I, I think she would be supporting Joined Depp. It, it would make more sense, but we'll see. We'll see, but we're expecting Kate Moss tomorrow. Uh, so that should be interesting, uh, along with other witnesses. And um, yeah, let's see. As, as the days are ticking away here, you know, there's not long left to go. And um, yeah, just three more days in court before the jury will deliberate. So let's see. Let's see what happens tomorrow. And that brings us to the end of this episode of The Virginia Truth with me, Knuckle. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this show and I hope you will join me for the next episode. Until then, take care and don't believe everything the media tells you. Goodbye. Goodbye.